Welcome to Birdie Draws, a podcast about animation. This episode was recorded in December 2015. Alright, well, should we get going? Yes, absolutely. So we're here again for another podcast. Yes, this is Birdie. It's Frenzy. And uh, welcome to the podcast. Yep. So Have you got sleigh bells coming in? Uh, in the opening, in the oh intro. Oh yes, yes, good edit. Some... The sleigh bells playing now. Is that is, is that Santa? Maybe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know any of the traditions. I hear a faint. Yeah, there's stay the... now, stay now. <laughs> no one, <laughs> no one will remember 90s that. Nineties kids will. 90s kids might remember. Yeah. I remember, but you yeah, know, it's yeah. like if an American's listening, they're gone. They're way off. They've sacked this off. Yeah. Uh, They've deleted the recording <laughs> as we speak. They formatted their hydra- hard drive so that way. Their hydra. Hard drive. Hard <laughs> drive. So, frenzy, how's your week been? It's been fine. You know it's been fine. You know it's been good. <laughs> it's not for me. <laughs> is like, what is this? The catch-up? The, the, the Christmas the catch-up? The banter? The Christmas, the Christmas catch-up? Yeah. Um, Christmas yeah, it's been good. I've been lecturing, as you know. I've been lecturing, which is good. Well, we're here to talk about Christmas. That's what we're here to do. This, that's, our, that's where we are. Yes, it's coming up to Christmas. It's December 2015. I probably should mention the date in case people are listening to this. Yeah, retrospectively, you'll be preserved for the generations. Yeah, posterity and all that. Yeah. Posterity, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's coming up to Christmas, and uh, I've been working very hard, so I haven't really had time to even... Get build a Christmas tree. Yeah, and what's Christmas without Rocksteady and Bebop? <laughs> it's the first thing he's written. It's not the first. Thing. It's, it's the first thing he's. It's the first thing he's written. Is like it's a Christmas podcast. Like Rocksteady Steady and, and Bebop. Bebop. That is my festive present. <laughs> yes. What, what, well, if you're listening to this in the past, this is just the day after the huge revelation. The trailer for. Uh, Michael Bay. Is it a huge revelation? Could you not have anticipated that Rocksteady and Bebop would well, have been in the sequel? Well, they show up at the time when they were relevant, back in 1992, 91, um, whenever the second TMNT film... Yeah, they were... Spock and Skull. Spock and Skull. I think they were gonna, but yeah, they ended up... They wanted to market the new characters because this was like going to be post-Shredder after after TMNT 2 because they, like, they finish off Shredder like really quickly. In the first one? In in the second one as well they finish them off yeah yeah so it's, it's like you know no more rocksteady bebop as their lackeys yeah it's interesting actually the second turtles movie which is like it's more of a party um yeah there, there is a plot in it of course uh but like you know it's look at the crazy turtles what a good time they're having aren't the turtles great and then it sort of then ends up having a really quick conclusion because they haven't actually spent any time with the uh, conflict between the shredder and and the turtles but which is great because you know you get to see them. So what you're saying is it's deeply insubstantial. No, actually, what I'm trying to say is actually it's better because like the turtles are inherently a ridiculous idea, so to kind of play them up is more like you know the party vibe of them. And uh, you're looking at me like <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, I'm inclined to say that the second one is better well i don't the first know one's closer to the comic for better or worse i think th- i don't know man i used to think the second one was better but so like better. but i think we reviewed them recently and like not reviewed as in like if a review we just watched them i don't know cause but like, it was oh shit i forgot his name but it has your fellow from tron in it you know i want to say perk tweet but no 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 god no uh i know actually who you're referring to but no yeah. i don't remember his name he's a classically trained actor who plays the scientist yeah he plays like a well he's not baxter no he's just a good scientist uh it's like sort of hinting at 
building up like the Utron. Oh god, uh, <laughs> I didn't realize I know more than this than anyone's interested in. But uh, part of the extended universe versus extended universe, the actual universe is the uh, Utrons, which are an alien race, which is what Quarang is a reference to. And Christmas, everybody! <laughs> Rocksteady and Bebop, first on the list. Uh, how's oh. there a Christmas Rocksteady and Bebop? Like the, the just you know, <laughs> what a what a shock oh. that that a subsequent TMNT movie in the franchise would include Rocksteady and Bebop, perhaps the next flagship characters next to the four. But like it's got Rocksteady. The rhino on a motorcycle. That's yeah, but he looks all I ever stupid. Wanted. No, like Bebop looks all right. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, Bebop. The rock said he looks a, crap. But um, no, I, I mean, how good can you make a character with a rhino head look in reality? I don't know. You work it, I guess. You know, you've got that. You've got that twenty million budget behind you or whatever to like <laughs> do the million, do the graphics mm. to do the graphics. So you know, you've you've given it to some lads on a PC <laughs> to go and do it. It's like Jack, can... Jack and Jill cost eight million to make. Oh, the Sandler flick. Yeah, that's like less than what he would normally operate on. It's usually it's usually product placement money that fuels his films. Yeah, um, I think he gives himself an outrageous pay, uh, money for the rules. But my point is, a twenty million wouldn't go very far. But um, no, I think they look great. I think they look awesome. Uh, the trailer injected the fun back into the TMNT. <laughs> Good God! But. It, it does, what is it, wrong with you? It pulls the wool over your eyes by, uh, by, like at the start of the trailer, it has a giant wormhole open over New York and sort of a sh- sort of shapeless robots coming through, and it's just like that's the worst, most played out thing in the world. But then they play it's tricky by Run DMC, you wab. Run DMC, you wab, and um, and then like they play up the fun. By showing like the turtles beating up Rocksteady and Bebop, and it's like that's what this show needs: smaller, less ambitious, fun. So I'm so let's paint a picture. <laughs> let's I'm just get this really to... clear. Mm. Um, superhero movies come out, and Birdie folds his arms. And looks sternly says, "Oh well, you know this is an attempt to like cynically capture uh, the '90s nostalgia, so that like Sign disenfranchised, sad thirty-somethings will go and watch this terrible film because they think it's going to create a reconnection to the past." I'm not falling for it. Oh, did you see Rocksteady and Bebop? I just see them though. Did you see them? I did on the motorcycles. I I posted this up on Twitter, which is just you know, um, don't make me like this shit movie. I know it's shit, but I do want to see it. He tells me off constantly about like, don't. Oh no, it's just a cynical ploy, man. Don't fight, fight the machine. And it's just, uh, and then this shite comes in, and then you can't fucking control yourself. You're like. And is a, a kid at Christmas. I know. I sort of realised the hypocrisy of this because, like, you know, before uh, you know, um, women in video games was widely discussed. It was like you know, me and my my pretentious friend sitting around going, "It's just a bunch of shit, isn't it?" And I'm doing a uh, smoking a virtual cigarette here while I do this. It's a bunch of shit. Just fucking idiots. Just going like, "Oh, it's got some tits in it, and I'll buy it." But it's like oh, whenever the absolute reverse is true, and they finally put in something I want, I'm like, I turn into liquid. Like, like I need to have this because it's like I find the character sexy for once, and like it'll blind me towards all other. So I, I can finally understand what how 
poor straight gamers are being exploited by, <laughs> by yeah. the media industry sticking um, giant women in. Yeah, you Men know. the true victims of sexism. <laughs> rock, steady, rock steady on the tree. Uh, rock steady on the tree. Hot cups of hot bebop. <laughs> um, you know, g- gingerbread, gingerbread turtles. Yeah, um, um, a shredder on the fire. Yeah. Mm. So Christmas, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Christmas. Christmas. So, uh, well, what have you got? Come on, keep so, it up. So it's the first thing. What well, first thing? What's the second one? Favorite Easter song? <laughs> what's a good what song is, about Easter? Easter song? Is it a good Easter song? No, I didn't think so. Easter's too bleak. Um, so I was going to ask you what your favorite Christmas special was. T- film, TV, something maybe animated. None of this. Uh, it's a wonderful life. It's, really it's not a TV special, is it? It's I a think, film I about say, Christmas. I say film and TV. No, you said special. Well, a special is implicitly a television show, every you movie is dick. Special. No, <laughs> it's implicitly a television show. It's well, implicitly if you use special, that's a designation well, that's limited yeah, well, to television. Like, yeah, well, what's a good? This is not a Christmas. Isn't as people think because to hostility is about peace. It's not. It's about hostility and tension. <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> Please continue. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Uh, so best Christmas-themed media product. Media Jesus product? <laughs> media <Jesus> product? Good <laughs> God. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. It, uh, I'm trying to think. I think I like the Raymond Bridges, is it? Uh, the guy who animated When the Wind Blows. Not oh. when the wind. That's not a Christmas. No, never watch when the wind blows. Yeah, well, well, Raymond Chris. Briggs. Raymond Briggs. Raymond Briggs. Uh, Raymond Briggs. I like the one where Santa um, takes a holiday. Oh, I think yes, that's yes, like yeah. it's like the nicest uh, Christmas special. The animation's great. It's a nice story. It's warm and fuzzy, um, but it's got that nice like little Briggs like little bit of like pleasant kind of melancholy because oh, like Santa Santa goes on holiday. Decides to go on holiday for a year mm-hmm. and tour around the world. He kind of realizes it's nice, but he's a bit out of place. So yes. actually, you know, it's quite a good joke. Uh, I don't know how well it will translate uh, internationally, but the joke is he's the English on holiday. So he's going in there, he's getting culture shock. He's people are rude to him. And he's yeah, the French the French waiter makes fun of him because he wants chips with a steak. He wants yes. he wants well he wants a good fish and chips in yeah. France, and they're like chips, yeah, pommes frites, <laughs> as they say pommes frites, and they make fun of him. Yeah, because he's very uh, British. He wants his he wants mugs of tea and um, you know fish and chips and everything else, and yeah. like doesn't want anything else. So it's it's quite it's quite a good joke uh, as far as it goes, and it is it's quite sweet, and unlike the rest of his stuff, it doesn't have the awful bleakness I mean I love the snowman I really do and uh, it always like how many times you can be sucker punched by the same movie I don't know but it has if you've never seen it well see it <laughs> and if you've never seen it there's a spoiler alert but yeah it has the ending where, uh, where the snowman melts and it's it's crushing and it's really it's good because like it does kind of have that um, what's good about it is that it sticks with you you see it as a child and you're like oh that's really sad as you get older, you know, you relate to it more because it's like, you know, you've lost your your childhood Christmas and it's like, it's about change. And that's, it's really, like, it's really strong and it's like, that's why it's so endeared for these last 20 years. Plus, David Bowie presents it. <laughs> Touching. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the, yeah, it's always the traumatic ones that you, you go for. Um, it's not traumatic. The snowman's, it's all right. It's brilliant. It's not brilliant. It isn't brilliant. It isn't brilliant. It's good. Raymond Briggs is good. He's good. He, lo- he draws lovely characters and great animation. Mm. It's not that good. 
Well, there's Mimi to snowman emails. <laughs> End of. Yeah, I don't know. Citizen Kane, it's a sled, you know. And I thought, like, I I wouldn't have put that as your favourite Christmas special anyway. You're mad for the dinosaur one. Yes, uh, the Will Vinton Christmas special. Waffling! Which is great, because it's like watching uh, it's watching Frenzy and I together. Having an argument, Having yeah. Having an argument, yeah. Yeah, which uh, a rare occurrence. Yeah, I know it's like, it's everyone... <laughs> <laughs> um, I know everyone's like it's like very easy to kind of ship characters as gay couples but it's very easy to do it and, and Will Vinton's a Christmas special with this kind of sort of uh, snipey couple presenting the show and one of them's a bit feminine well yeah one's like a super bubbly like a uh, super bubbly chubby uh, dino guy and the other one's very uptight yeah an uptight T-Rex uh, uptight New England T-Rex oh, going yeah. to New England yeah. it, it wasn't shown here a lot so we had to go out of our way to say it last year and it was it was great very Christmassy although fuck those California raisins yeah, the California raisins can go to hell. Smash them. And dry up. Yeah. Dry up. <laughs> you dried up California raisins. No one wants your show anymore. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's good. Uh, Vinton, uh, his stuff's good. He, uh, You may remember him for doing the creepy claymation sequences in Moonraker. Moonraker! Moonwalker. Moonwalker, ladies and gentlemen, I'm yes. sorry. Uh, it's funny, actually, uh, Michael Jackson and the Angry Video Game Nerd have the same thing where they're contemptuous of the fans. <laughs> yeah, they're the only two. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just the two. <laughs> well, who made movies to express that one idea. Jesus. It's not a Christmas. Uh, I will go into it, but the Angry Video Game Nerd movie, my God, is fucking diabolical. It's diabolic. Yeah, but it's but we'll we'll buy we'll bypass that for the time being. Stay on point, man. Stay on point. <laughs> the uh, but uh, Moonwalker. Die Hard's my favorite Christmas movie. <laughs> I'm so edgy. What is Die Hard? Die Hard. Well, it is. It is though. It's a good laugh. Like what? What you know? It's it's got everything. It's got um, it's got terrorists. It's violent Christmas songs. You know, <laughs> and a happy ending. Mm. You know. It's a good movie. But yeah. Stop saying it, people gotta stop saying it's their favorite Christmas movie. Well, there's not really. I mean, well, I suppose there's. Modern. I mean, there's a good. There's not a great stable to choose from. Like, it's a wonderful life is almost the the canon accepted good Christmas movie, and it is great. I, I cried in some of Yeah. The first time. Yeah, it's hard not to. It's got like a great like baby. Yeah, I mean, it's got it's got a great kind of ending, and it's like you know the moment moment to moment it's pretty exciting especially whenever like you know he does see the world without him and then everything falls like into disrepair scrambling around the wreckage of his torched out house and things mm. and it's got these real like visceral moments spirit within the film mm. it's nice it is nice you know I, it's nice and I enjoy it it's interesting I didn't know the story about it when it came out basically came out to no fanfare and it was like it was during an era where films were very sentimental, if I understand. Yeah, Capra, and people were kind of getting tired of Capra's shtick by this point, so, like, um, that happened with loads of films, though, Kane, Citizen Kane, wasn't oh, big yeah. whenever it came out originally. People always say that. It's like, how you can tell if a student's done their research or not. They'll <laughs> say, Citizen Kane came out to rave reviews. No, it didn't. <laughs> Everybody hated it. it, it yeah, it didn't Everyone still it. hates it. <laughs> it is strange. Yeah. Christmas. <laughs> uh, yeah, in short, I'd probably have to say my favourite Christmas TV the one I always want to go back to is probably the Moomins again I know I went on about the Moomins last we do podcast. we love the Moomins though we do love them yeah they're Christmas specials yeah um, it's on YouTube and stuff 
so if you can see it see it it is magnificent yeah. it's it's brilliant uh, it's great because Christmas isn't like you know everyone goes oh it's Christmas it's the time for giving and sharing mm-hmm. the moomins at the start of it don't understand what the fuck Christmas is Christmas and at the end well. yeah and at the end they don't understand what the fuck Christmas yeah. is so it's a great because they never do that uh, rigmarole of speeches and learning it's sort of um, they they uh, they sort of uh, end up in appreciating Christmas but only uh, by proxy is like they decide to leave out some food um, which like these little like hungry like animals uh, ask to eat and then they, they get it so like mm. you know they, they've they've done their generosity without being aware that they should be generous yeah it's, a, it's actually interesting because like the movements are all, like are living embodiments of the uh, hus- of, of like the hospitable uh, of the Christmas season you know they're incredibly uh, gregarious and uh, friendly to anybody who comes in they're not judgmental so for Christmas to come along to him it's just like a bit of a busman's holiday so, <laughs> busman's um, holiday yeah so for that you only learned that term like a month ago you only learned what a busman's year. holiday was like a month ago that and now it's like any you. context ooh that's quite a boondoggle you've got there <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> how many times can well, I work this in? I have perturbations. <laughs> I have I have ascertained that I've only been made aware of Busman's holiday and I've ascertained that you've been unfair and how a, I deploy a, a, how I deploy the term. As a teacher you certainly scorn learning. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. You're learning and applying a thing? You know. Like fucking scumbag? Yeah. You should be working on base instinct and prejudice your entire life. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's learners and there's, there's you <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god what you can't hear listeners the violence the violence I'm showing towards friends at the moment yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean I suppose like you know if you were then, uh, if, if you were like to visit any more violence on me it'd be a busman's holiday I'm actually going to punch you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, moving on. <laughs> what was your best Christmas present? Ooh, my best Christmas present. Yeah, bringing all the hot topics. All the hot, the hot topics. top. <laughs> Everyone is talking about my favourite Christmas present. Um, oh, that's a tough one. I still remember it would... I don't want to say this because it's not very... It's, it's, uh, it's a bit obvious. But it'd probably be nineteen ninety nine, which was a Christmas which, like we'd had it written on our Christmas list and we'd asked for all these Super Nintendo games. Like uh, I remember Cannon Fodder being one of them. And, uh, I think Mario Paint. And like we we got to Christmas and we're going through them. It's like none oh, of these games are here. Like this is terrible. We can't find any of the games we've asked for. This is the worst Christmas ever. And then my brother just pointing to a box in the corner. I was like, what's that? We open it up and it's a PlayStation, the PlayStation, the original PSX. And it was like the, that. That for me was like the best Christmas present ever. Not only was it for the surprise and not expecting it and getting it, but it was also just you know all like the entire family gathered around like a big event. The first CD console that we had since the CDI. <laughs> since we the first we had since the CDI. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I was going to say the first CD console and realised halfway for saying it. Oh, it wasn't. Um, although technically that's a media device. Um, so yeah, we all gathered around. You fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I know, you know, it was such a revelation, like, back in, um, uh, when everybody, would, like, all the YouTube poop stuff came out and started using, like, the Zelda stuff, and I was like, I know this, I was there, I own this game, and, but, like, being, like, a child at the time, I was like, 
something not just not right about this animation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was done on the cheap by Russians. But yeah. anyway, continue. Uh, so yeah, it was like all of us were gathered around. It was like um, uh, my brother was really into Tekken, but for me it was Doom. I was already into Wolfenstein, and he was Doom. And like, not only was it like, you know, like I'd had a, like snares for years, and then suddenly there was this ultra violent like gore, but and really dark ambient soundtrack and like really realistic sound effects and a full free environment it was just like everyone was just in awe and it's me especially like I really attached to that game like um and that was that was the best Christmas because it was just like like discovering Doom maybe arguably the best game ever yeah <laughs> and uh you know and just like just the event that the Playstation was in our household like that for me was probably goes down as the best best Christmas present Ever. Ever. Yeah, and Doom hit 22 yesterday as well. That's right, yeah, I saw uh, Tom Hall saying that. 22 years old. 22 years old. Yes, uh, Doom 20, of course, now two years ago. Yes, uh, already hosted a Doom event two years ago. Mm. Two years ago. Yeah, for Doom's 20th birthday. It's yeah. great fun. <laughs> Our audience can come back. <laughs> but he's 22 now, and he did it when he was 20. <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> so, Frenzy, what, what is your uh, what is your Christmas? Mine is equally the PlayStation. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, high five. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Um, I got it later than you did. I think I'm pretty sure I got it later. I was pretty late on to the PlayStation. Like friends had already had it for like a year and a bit before I got it but I got it to coincide with Final Fantasy 7 so is that 97? Final Fantasy 7? 97, 98? Uh, 97, yeah yeah so I think it was the Christmas night. it's the Christmas 98 uh, I had already had a Playstation and I got Ocarina of Time in 98 on the Playstation? That's no I'm not on the Playstation <laughs> but I got a Playstation with um, Final Fantasy 7 and Tekken 2 as well and it was an agonizing Christmas as well because my mum had decided this was a like my mum was always trying to impose new Christmas traditions and like one is like uh, we were we always had to go for a church service on like cr Christmas uh, holla if you holla on, on thread if, if, if uh, this does happen to you if this did happen we had to go to Christmas service uh, uh, I, I bet most of you didn't uh, I, we actually wanted to because like being Catholic Christmas like in a in a, in a church is like a huge spectacle oh yeah everything like, be lit everything's like packed up there's like a choir singing choir songs there's like loads of like you know really candlelit dioramas like and like incense and stuff and you have all that you know all that catholic trappings it's like it's a really really if you want to imagine like what like German Christmas was like in the early 20th century go to a catholic mass at before yeah. Christmas because it's like this big beautiful spectacle yeah Prague of course primarily Catholic at, uh, East, at Easter time was like lovely and festive and things it's like whenever you know you oh, can trust the, the Catholics to get out that time of year <laughs> and just be out with their stalls and their like pancakes and cookies and um, cinnamon rolls and whatever else whatever what I would all have you basically yeah. and just come out and have a nice time like for me Catholic charms or Catholic magic spells but to continue to my story <laughs> to continue to my story the um the so yeah the um my parents were Baptist, so it was just like going into a cold box for for like an hour and a half. Although they although they did bring it the kids on at least to like you know show off their Christmas presents and things. But anyway, but the um, the the imposition was therefore that like we weren't to open the presents 
until like after we'd come back from the church service and the church service was like at 12, 11 o'clock or something so you'd been up in the morning waiting to get your presents like no don't open them until church it's like one in the afternoon one in the afternoon until the presents are opened and I was like ready to I was ready to choke a bitch this is why you no longer have any appreciation for delayed gratification yeah no no never never (laughs) never delay my gratification I want it all I want it all and I want it immediately (laughs) um, as as evidenced so so you knew your uh, playstation and uh, final fantasy 7 was there but yeah i just needed to unwrap them and it, uh, i was desperate i was desperate to get to it but when i did i did it was great it was very very gratifying and of course i filmed the trap everybody did which is i attacked while its tail was up oh on the first boss it's so like it's so nice to finally have that revealed um like i'm dyslexic and at that age when i first played it my literacy was pretty poor and I used to think there was something that was me. I was like, really, really like, am I misreading this? Am I stupid? Am I this dumb that I don't know what's going on? <coughs> no, it was actually a really bad translation. Yeah, yeah, it was. But uh, I know, I know they've named her Aerith. Oh, <laughs> um, I, I will touch that. But... Yeah, I'm immediately triggered. See, immediately triggered, <laughs> triggered by the by the use of yeah trigger warning Aerith Aerith Aerith. I don't know. It's weird. Like I don't know. Like enough about this argument, but I assume she's renamed in all the uh, whatever it was called. All subsequent, all subsequent material yeah. has named but her all that with subsequent a th. Material is terrible. So why <laughs> kind of said that's the canon? Whenever that means you also have to accept Angeal and uh, Red <laughs> Sephiroth. Yeah, and, like the and then the hundred Sephiroth. No one end. calls. No one calls for Claude or Bullet. As well. Oh, is that like a, a Claude? Ca- the kanji yeah. translation. Yeah, Cla- Claude, uh, Claude and Bullet, not Cloud and Barrett. It's oh, like Cla- a Claude Bullet. 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 Yeah, mm. Bullet. So yeah, so yeah, it became Barrett, um, and then Claude became Cla- Claude became Cloud. Mm. So it's like you know, it's like if you're gonna go, if you're gonna change them all. Change them all, man. Well, you know, because yes. Claude makes more sense as a name than Cloud. Who calls, yeah. it, who calls their child Cloud? <laughs> <laughs> Cloud striking. Um, oh man, actually, yeah, uh, Final Fantasy VII was a uh, Christmas present. Well, actually, it was a Christmas present to myself. At that age, I had enough financial agency that I could go out and buy it. Still have my old copy of it with uh, forty nine ninety nine Virgin Mega Stores printed on it. Can't believe I paid that much for a game. I never paid that now. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, I paid it when I was like fourteen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we were paying a fortune for games back then. I did, I did the same. Of course, one of my parents did the same. Final Fantasy Seven has been asking for it for like six months. Mm. So, like, I finally got it. Yeah. Here it fucking is. Do you, do, do you remember? The, did you ever get PlayStation Magazine or Power Station Magazine? Came with the little demo disc. Yes, and I, I had, did. Had a trailer for it. I know the trailer was on TV, and I was like, "Fuck! Oh, yeah, could, ah, I did it!" <laughs> yeah, There's like two, maybe three games, four games. I can remember it being advertised on TV: Final Fantasy VII, Wario Land, or Mario yeah. Land Two, whatever it was. Um, Metro Fusion, strange one. Yeah. And uh, um, Ocarina of Time. Yeah, Ocarina of Time. I remember Ocarina of Time because once again oh, I was looking Christmas. the next Christmas. Yeah, I was really looking forward to getting an N six four Ocarina of Time, and I was off school, sick for like nearly the entire month of December, which was amazing. You know, yes. it was a good Christmas because I just spent it watching MTV, waiting for the Ocarina of Time trailer to come round again oh, and again yeah. in the age before YouTube, and it was just like and having to listen, like hearing like the cores forty seven times a day, and the other one, the other song that played constantly was the sweetest thing by U two as well. Ah. 
So yeah, that's the um, oh, uh, <laughs> careful of the levels. Um, yeah, so so yeah, so that was a good Christmas. I was waiting just to get my hands on a copy of Zelda: Green of Time, um, and it was just it was eager. I was eager, but yeah, the best one was getting Final Fantasy VII because I just like just got so dug into that game. Yeah, it's odd actually. Now that you mention it, I'm a little bit conflicted because uh, Final Fantasy VII was the one I got and most enjoyed but Ocarina of Time was definitely the most Christmassy because when, whenever we stuck it on in that little yellow box um, it was uh, you know the opening which is like Link on his horse riding across I was going to say there uh, Hyrule yeah for me is like the quintessential Christmas image you know it's just like so much potential we've never seen anything like this before and here's like you know, here is a... What says Christmas more than a boy and a horse? <laughs> I'll draw that. Um... <laughs> what says Christmas more than Nintendo products? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, Christmas is about getting stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Christmas is about getting stuff, isn't uh, it? <laughs> yeah, for, like, so for me, it's the most excitement, anticipation, and, like, you know, like that is, like, me, to me, is, like, the most excitement I had for it. Turned out, oh, God, I'm going to hate it. I didn't really like Ocarina of Time very much. I thought the the dungeons were really terrible. <laughs> and you keep saying orc arena of time, you can't get orcs out of your mind. Uh maybe it's an orca. Uh. No, it's an ocarina. I know but I mean like maybe that's what's stuck in my head. The orcas. orca the orca arena. The orca of time. The killer whale of time. Oh that's the uh, The Whale Game of Game Time one. series. <laughs> The Wheel of Time series. It's George R. R. Martin's Wheel of Time. George R. R. Martin's <laughs> Lord of the Wheel of Time. I know. <laughs> Scott, shit, something Jordan. You what? Robert Jordan. Robert Jordan, yeah. And I, I, I was being intentionally ironic there before we got <laughs> Yeah, intentionally. Intentionally. If you did get flack, it would be great. It would I be know, like, if I had a response, it would be good. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like we're really alive. Yeah. We've been criticised on, uh, we've been criticised on the internet for our behaviour. <laughs> <laughs> At last. <laughs> Actually, uh, well, something we should do next time is ask for feedback. Um... Yeah, so uh, Ocarina of Time. Ocarina, I'm still saying it. Ocarina of Time. Uh, but you like Majora's Mask? Majora's Mask, great, although I only played it recently. I yeah. got it another Christmas. It was like, it was just, it was a great period. You know, each successive Christmas was like a brilliant yeah. game. You know, Goldeneye and Ocarina of Time in 1998, you know, uh -huh. on my birthday, I got in Half Life as well. Nice. So it was like, you know, the games are rolling in here, guys, yeah, you know? I mean, right, I don't want to. Like, have nostalgia. Well, that's what Christmas is for, right? Yeah, well, um, yeah, it is. It's time for, you know, the re reflection, I guess. Yeah, but it felt, like, felt, uh, subjectively, that there were um, more exciting releases. Because, like, 1993 had, like, Super Metroid. Brilliant Christmas. Loved it. That's a great game. Like, irrefutably changed everything. Like, the levels of interactive storytelling. Really solid gameplay. Like, you know, that game's awesome. Uh, 1994 was uh, Sonic CD. <laughs> um, well, we had the superior soundtrack at least. The um, the US soundtrack was ver terrible, terrible version. Oh okay. We got the Japanese soundtrack. Oh okay, I've never heard the American version. Imagine it's terrible. Yeah, it's bad. Unfortunately, it is bad. Yeah. Uh, then 95 had the PlayStation with Doom and great games. 96 had Ocarina. Ocarina. Nowadays, what do you got? Well, Monster Hunter. Yeah. If you play Monster Hunter, if you're listening to this and you play Monster you're boring. 
<laughs> and you don't think you're boring. You really, Whoa, you don't. Coming down strong. <laughs> you don't think you're boring. You think, no, no, I just, I like Monster. No, you are boring, though. <laughs> it's like no one, no one will ever want to know about the lance that you've crafted. Well, to, to kill the dragons. Yeah, I mean, like, I know video games are generally not a very socially acceptable kind of thing, but, like, could you imagine telling your parents about you playing Monster Hunter? <laughs> Mom, Dad, sit down. <laughs> I've something to tell you. I'm mad for Monster Hunter. Look what you've done to your mother. <laughs> I can't get it out. I, I just love those little cats that do things, that do things for you. Yeah, it's... Um... I don't know how to describe it. it. It's like Dark Souls, except it's like a single-player MMO and the grinding never stops. Oh, man, that sounds awful. I, <laughs> I, to be honest, I feel the same way about the uh, Elder Scrolls games. I feel like those are games that are for... I don't want to borrow a Mecha game Zilla line, but, you know, it is for engineers. Like, just these people who are more interested in lore than any kind of human thing, you know? It's <laughs> like, a, oh, who cares about characters when you have lore? <laughs> uh, yeah, lore whores as we call them around here. Lore whores. Lore whores. Um, anyway. Um, so yeah, that's some of the uh, our, our favorite Christmas picks. Christmas picks. <laughs> it's like best gifts. Christmas picks. Top ten. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Like, I mean, I guess the PlayStation for us tied in with we're of the right age as well. The PlayStation tied in with our adolescence as well. Yeah. So, like, you know, you're emerging and you're becoming your own person as a teenager. And PlayStation's here to help you. Yeah. You know, it's got like the Sony products, entertaining Sony products are coming in to like keep <laughs> friend, us going. Yeah, friends and I are an awkward age where we're kind of before we're too young to be part of the kind of club scene that was kind of like really big in the nineties and to too nerdy to be part of the lad scene which was what would have been our uh, adolescence if we were if we were sad bastards but um uh, but like so like the playstation to me was like a look into the future because it was kind of marketed towards like that club going scene you know the early 20 somethings coming out from a night of eckies kind of going on their eckies no one's <laughs> called it that no one no one it's like it's like you know well, it's like when magic. A and like magic it's magic no no just A's right. eckies well, yeah, when people were doing E's then fucking prove M <laughs> MDMA MDA MDMA Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I saw gonna, him there brow furring to complete a joke. It was the joke going to be about Christmas. No, it was going to no. be about lemmings. That's DMA. Yeah, no, MDA. <laughs> no, it, it isn't. Is MD, it's MDA. It's DMA. Well, it's DMA design. Yeah, but it's based on MDMA. Anyway. Jesus, <laughs> uh, what a tangent. I feel like all this needs explained, but I think we're better off moving on. Uh, yeah, so it was like, yeah, it was kind of like, you know, we had games like Wipeout, which had like a really thumping club soundtrack. DMA design. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but yeah, it's still, the word DMA is based on MDMA. It's a... Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Uh, anyway, yeah, so it was like, we, I wasn't old enough to be a part of this lifestyle, but the lifestyle looked really appealing, and I think that's what, why the PlayStation worked for us so much, because it was like, becoming adolescence, it was showing us a vision of what 
adulthood could be like and how cool it could be. Yeah, which is like rave music constantly and like cars yeah. going really fast and spaceships flying down and crash and they go so fast they crash into a wall and splinter and fracture into a thousand pieces, hot shrapnel pouring into the mouths of the screaming audience and like, well, like, uh, you know, the music just gets higher and more pumped, more pump, more frequency, more radical music it's coming out and it's great. It's just like, you know, that's what you want to hear. It's like screaming yeah. uh, in joy as uh, you watch polygonal like objects smash into each other so that was my hopes for the future <laughs> polygonal shapes like yeah. everywhere yeah. making those noises that they made <laughs> I, I mean I, I love Half-Life but it felt like it changed everything it stole that future from me <laughs> um, so <laughs> it's just a long considerate pause yeah. what, what are you looking at what are you going to talk about there <laughs> I was going to ask you about Santa Claus, actually. Santa Claus? Okay, Santa what about Claus. Santa? What about him? Um, when did you stop leaving Santa Claus? Oh, Santa Claus spoiler alert, by the way. Yeah, Santa Claus spoilers, <laughs> indeed. A spoiler tag for Santa. Um, Santa dies at the end. <laughs> um... Yeah, I was like seven, so I got to keep it pretty. I think I think even oh, the barometer of children, I kept it longer than most did. But seven, but I loved it because like whenever I was seven years old, it's like you know my parents sat me down like and like come come here, come here, come here, frenzy, come here, and uh, they said uh, you know do you, you know you know like that's that Santa Claus isn't real. I'm like yeah, everyone says it at school. <laughs> oh, it's like you know, it's like you know, Santa Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, they're not real. And then it's like, well, what about Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> what about Jesus then? Uh, no, no, no. He's he's, he's all right. <laughs> he's all right. You know. And are we right still waiting for your parents to like cut such a No one would say Jesus wasn't real. <laughs> <laughs> that's the last lesson. <laughs> I'll tell you what is real. Escalating interest on mortgages. You'll get that when you're older. <laughs> yeah, where was that? My PlayStation game. <laughs> yeah, we bought you a PlayStation for Christmas, but all the games are like mortgage calculators. <laughs> it's like, well, you know, you'll you won't like it now for this Christmas, but you'll thank us when you're older and you've got your own money and you don't give it any of it to us. <laughs> the PlayStation showed me a vision of the future of uh, of depreciating uh, interest rates against the quantitative easing rate. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, yeah, the the things that your parents do. To, to, to think that they'll benefit you at some point in the future you know it's like we'll push you away with these items that you don't want mm. and then what you can do is you can take them and learn them to become like a successful and wealthy individual and then emancipate yourself financially and emotionally from us forever <laughs> it's like oh yeah that's a good idea yeah. it's a good I'm following the plan <laughs> yeah it's mean, not a bad idea you know uh, tools to treat in your children tools to neglect and alienate <laughs> yeah. and to, 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 to introduce a child to disappointment early on oh, so they know never to aspire yeah <laughs> This is what happened to every libertarian as well. <laughs> uh, They're like, I'm, I'm the smartest I can be, uh, judging by my own definition of smartness. Why doesn't everyone else think I'm smart? I read I'm a smart? book of philosophy once, and it was by Ayn Rand, and uh, that's the only book I ever need to read. Um, I don't know who the straw man is, but I don't want to meet him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, this is a thing that I've noticed. Is quite a few people believed, like... It's interesting because I had a very different experience with Santa, which is like a lot of people do say seven, eight years old was kind of the time, you know, that Santa stopped being a thing for them. But maybe it's because I was the youngest of a, fa of a fairly large family. But Santa was the sort of, like, I may have believed in Santa in the years before I can remember anything, but basically from the ages four, like, I already kind of knew Santa wasn't, like, he wasn't even really a big promoted part of Christmas. He was just kind of like, 
a sort of bearded man on the stocking that I kind of was vaguely aware of. I think parents get sick of Santa taking the credit. Yeah, I can totally get that. I know, I mean, what is the magic of believing Santa's real? Because, like, <laughs> yeah, Santa Santa got me the things I want. These fucking dicks <laughs> got me nothing. They got me, like, bargain toys off the shelf. I know. All they did was get me abuse and tell me to eat my fucking dinner instead of playing the PlayStation. <laughs> but, um, yeah, what is the magic? Like, as somebody who never remembered believing in Santa, like, what is the magic there? Oh, wow, a man in a red suit brought me these gifts? Why is that special? Did you feel it was special? Yeah, I did. I like his like, um, at school, like it was really ramped up. Like you know, pretty much the month of December, especially when you're little kids, like in like the first years, you know, grade one, as Americans would say, primary school for us, the first mm. couple of years, and it's like your December is like, you know, you're making a poster about Christmas. You're like getting charity. You're doing little bits of charity work for Christmas. You're writing cards for Chris. You're making Christmas cards oh, for your like parents, and you're singing like Christmas songs in the classroom and things. It was uh, very idyllic actually. Those particular times yeah. growing up. But it's, so it's like, yeah, and Santa was like the teacher would tell stories that they'd made up about Santa. The weirdest one was, this is one that's not very common, which is like, um, how does Santa get into houses like that don't have chimneys and things? It's like, oh, well, Santa has a magic key to get in. And I was like, I've never heard this. But actually, in that terrible Santa Claus the movie, he does actually have a magic key at one point. He uses scary. to get into houses. Like, whoa, <laughs> someone else thought this up. <laughs> yeah. Someone else. Yeah, I don't know. It's like Santa Claus the movie is kind of like, the magic dies in the daylight. If you show how Santa Claus actually works and functions, you're like, this is stupid. Yeah, never show the the toy factory that they allegedly were. Where sh- the toys are shit. Why aren't they building PlayStations? I know. I know that. When did the Santa Claus the movie come out? It was like the 80s, wasn't it? You know, that's what happened. He just sold out to Japan. <laughs> Santa just sold, <laughs> sold out to Japan. No, they right. moved in. Santa had a vested uh, share uh, <laughs> in uh, Sony at the time, so he was willing to promote it. Um... Yeah, of course. That's what Santa, the, uh, the the sort of the meta text of uh, the of, meta text, Jesus <laughs> Christ, of uh, of um, Santa Claus the movie is, which is like it's the eighties. So this is the era of like a lot of big, powerful Japanese and American brand companies having branded toys. So you had like Transformers and uh, and the rest, rest GI Joe, uh, Barbie, Gem, and the holograms. Yeah, well, that was later. Gem, Gem is excitement. Oh. Anyway, yeah. so yeah, it was like so it's yeah, a commercialist. Yeah, it's a, it's like it's it's, it's kind of a, it's a reaction to that. So it's like remember these nice homemade toys. And to be fair, there's a good point to that. I mean, no, no homemade, no nice homemade toys are shit. Well, it's like if your grandparents like bring you a toy and it's like made of wood, painted wood that they've painstakingly made over months, just throw it back in their faces and but, tell them to get a real toy. But not to get too political. It's, <laughs> it's not to get just, too political. It is. It's kind of like a, how you like. Like Christmas tradition has definitely been co-opted a certain amount because, like, oh, yeah. like I mean, like Christmas tradition was like. What do you think about all the traditions? <laughs> You're like, getting so old. I know, maybe it's not like they made it like they used to. We were, we were. Our no, Christmases were I know, already. I'm not saying we were, but I mean, like, it's interesting when you think about like things like Stalin and like all. <laughs> Stolen, stolen, stolen. Uh, the new, uh, the new act from Rammstein. <laughs> stolen. Um, You've got stolen downstairs. Why was I not informed? Because you were eating two burgers. I may warm. have been eating two burgers, but there's room for stolen. <laughs> there's no room in your heart for stolen. Um, so anyway, yeah. you were getting on about yeah, Christmas uh, being like not what it used to be. Like, so you think about it, it's all this dried fruit nonsense and like Dr- you know, all this dried fruit, fruit plum. What's yeah. what's and, wrong with dried fruit? No, 
my point is, is that Christmas like, edition is very much rooted in like the post-harvest season like excesses of winter, which is like you're eating lots of fatty, dried, like all the fresh yeah. fruit is being Saturnine preserved. and all that. Yeah, and like you know, I mean that's so like like that I mean that was Christmas tradition in the early or early twentieth late nineteenth century. <laughs> But like that is completely being that's gone, like absolutely gone, and like now it is just presents and a tree. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying that's better or worse, but I'm just saying like like you know that kind of real push in the '80s for like big brand toys and the kind of consumers' Christmas has become Christmas tradition. And I can sort of see what Santa Claus the movie is getting at. It's like <laughs> that like like you know the the the, the, the yeah. but it's so bad. It's like two and a <laughs> it's like two and a half hours of Christmas. I know. That's too much Christmas for anyone. <laughs> it's like what do you want me to do is like get a like a, sto- a Christmas stocking and like stuff it full of oranges and raisins <laughs> and then wrap it up well, see, and then crack your skull with it. <laughs> well, what, what was good about Christmas before like and then now it's kind of cynically looked on like it's looked on like a bad part which is of course the get together everyone comes together and celebrates by eating the produce of the harvest. And that, that's a nice idea. And like that's completely being pushed out, and now it's actually looked like you know you have movies where that's like a bad thing. The family come up and they're drunk and they're hard to deal with, but it's like no, that was supposed to be the point. That was the part of Christmas that was supposed to be good. Getting <laughs> things. No, no, no. Getting things though, that's rad. <laughs> and it's funny because like even the even the uh, phrase like it's better to give than receive is still very much rooted in that that the, the consumerist gift giving part of Christmas. It's like it's an it's inescapable part of Christmas now. Like, it, I don't I don't know I don't I never knew I never knew it different. Yeah. And to be honest, like hanging things. around with family at Christmas, overrated. Well, yeah. And overrated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A bunch of fucking Calvinist Protestant fucking boring ass puritanical Christmas where they sit around and talk about how Jesus makes them makes them feel they're not the worst for that but they're it is the they're not the worst for but it but yeah good Catholic Christmas <laughs> just you know, keep the wine flowing until no one can stand it <laughs> I yeah in fact I remember like one of your Christmases where like your you, uh, your brother and father were so drunk and like, we were hanging out <laughs> upstairs and we could hear them down so going oh oh <laughs> it's like just they were beyond speech it was just slurs like just at each other like the whole um, I, do, I do think I remember a couple of Christmases ago you showed up and I like answered the door like bright purple cheeks <laughs> that's right just like coloured by all the port we'd been drinking port oh nice frenzy oh my god Christmas <laughs> I'm fucking wasted <laughs> oh close like Santa Claus isn't real <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's like you're dangerously close to like going. Oh, let's go to a farm. Let's go to a farm for Christmas. Let's spend it in a farm, and like get the farmer that. to bring in like a freshly slaughtered turkey that we'll stuff ourselves. And you know, it might not be as nice or as cheap <laughs> as just getting a you know a turkey crown out of Iceland or something. But you know, it's real hard to. <laughs> Real hard to and what cut the wood, cut our own wood for a fire. Oh, cut McCoys. Oh, well, McCoys would be all right, you know. That's complete. That's a reference totally lost in everyone. They're a kind of chip, or as we would call them, crisps. Uh, But they're crisp. But the old dad. I'm not going to tell. Yeah, but funny you should say that. Actually, my favorite Christmas um, beyond presents was um, my auntie lives up in the mountain. That sounds like a. Like a joke or something. No, she does. She, she does. does. She lives up in the mountain. 
And uh, it was Boxing Day or a couple of days after Christmas, just before New Year's, we went up and our, I have, I'm Catholic, so I have a massive extended family. So my massive extended family went up to her quite large house up in the mountains and it was snowing because uh, it's a mountain. And so like just absolutely everything you can imagine as the ideal Christmas, like burr naked trees and then bare naked, naked trees and like big like, <laughs> bare naked trees like, six six ladies and gentlemen <laughs> and, and big hurry ferns yeah <laughs> um and just like all all carpeted and like completely undisturbed snow and uh just the fairy lights all red green twinkling <laughs> and then all the adults you know I was doing a motion to drink there <laughs> um, not one needle on these pines baby <laughs> what on the bare trees <laughs> you won't find a, we're past that. We're on. you won't find a needle in this hay, bushy haystack <laughs> what the fuck you want <laughs> Jesus friends who's channeling ghosts I am not um, so yeah it was like you can imagine it's like everything like it's like the perfect Christmas like, like, up in a mountain in the woods and like all the families there all having a few drinks and all the kids are together we're looking at uh, my friends Atari 2600 and watching um a cannon fodder play with the uh, full uh, motion video of uh, on a twenty six hundred. That'd be an Amiga, not yeah. an Atari. Oh, sorry. Uh, that's what I meant to say. Sorry. Jeez. Oh, I'm gonna be crucified. Um, yeah, and like saying like, oh, it, was so, it was so good. It was like the, the, we all just hung out together, having snowball fights, building snowmen. Like for me, that's my probably my favorite Christmas, like beyond presents, because um, it was just was everything that I was saying. It's like togetherness friendship all the stuff that's important yeah no I never had that (laughs) no I don't think I ever no strife with my best friend (laughs) yeah well yeah uh, no I didn't have any Christmases like that I never had these idyllic um, picture postcard Christmases with like um, people out in the snow and doing stuff together like we weren't we weren't we weren't doing things together or or at all kind of family. Well, beyond, <laughs> you know? yeah, beyond uh, hands off parenting. You know? <laughs> beyond presents, what was your favorite Christmas? I don't, no, it was the presents. <laughs> it was. The presents. It is the presents. Um, I pff, no idea. <laughs> Next question. I don't know. Honestly, uh, there there weren't a lot of like. I I don't have a lot of memories of like doing that kind of stuff. I did do caroling for a while because like whenever I was younger, I was like doing singing a lot, like singing solo and things like that, solo pieces and things. Friends is quite a singer, as we said last time. Uh, yes. Um, but um, it should be uh, actually a sort of side note. We were up at the same uh, mountain house a few years ago after. <laughs> it was like after a week, but um, uh, we're uh, we were all singing. What is it? Country road. Oh yeah. Take me home. That's right. Yeah, to the place. And like uh, yeah. So that's our family's traditions to sing that song, which I take or leave, rather leave it. Um, and uh, Frenzy was singing along with the rest of the family, which was a nice little you know Frenzy's part of the family sort of thing. But uh, my cousin stop singing turn to her mother and says that, that, that boy sitting next to Bertie he's really good at singing <laughs> and it was like almost like <laughs> one by one people were kind of like looking over at Frenzy who's just like yeah. singing away and like you know he really 
Like, well, I suppose because like we're, we're a stupid Catholic family who can't sing, so we're just all like fucking on the swall. On the swall, uh, yeah. Swall. On the fa- your your family's like, oh, it's Dark Horse. I know, Dark yeah. Horse, Dark Horse, Dark yeah, Horse, the Dark ones. Um, For me, it's completely transparent. Even by the way you talk, that you're like from this kind of lovey background. Lovey backgrounds. Yeah. It's not a bit of love. Haiti. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very Haiti background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, no, there weren't loveys in like my family anyway. Maybe I was, yeah, but they are, weren't. Yeah, I would maybe. Yeah, I yeah. Think your family was. It? Yeah, yeah. Your dad's like really soft-spoken. Yeah, I suppose he is actually. Yeah. So there was that, but yeah, it was a good. Uh, yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember. I remember that the singing and then just everyone like kind of turning to look at me. Yeah, it was really impressive. <laughs> That was near Christmas as well. It was quite nice. It was. It was near Christmas. Sad Christmas, but it was near it was Christmas sad. anyway. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Irish wakes can be Irish wakes. Uh, Catholic wakes. I don't want to use the word Irish because I find frenzy. No, no, <laughs> no. no they're really kind of an Irish. They're de- definitely an Irish thing. Wakes. Yeah. yeah, they know they were good. I'd never been to one before, and they're pretty, pretty rad. It's like our equivalent would be like you know, like those triangle sandwiches and like cups of tea. <sighs> It's like you were getting nobody, plastered. Nobody absolutely talk, yeah. plastered. Nobody <laughs> talks about like feelings or anything. They just kind of sit around and go, you know, you know Sarah from, from, she used to work in a corner shop? Yeah, she's dead. <laughs> yeah, she's got her degree in like biomedical sciences. Oh, oh biomedical. Oh. How's your daughter doing? I heard, she, I heard she was going with good things. Oh, I heard she's not too well. <laughs> I think oh, we're, I think we're rapidly approaching Poe's law here. It's like <laughs> a boring conversation being emulated is a boring a conversation. conversation. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a shame, but like you know, I can't, I can't deny that like a good, like for like you know, a good Christmas would be being teamed up with Barrett, with uh, for the first time jumping off that train, slaying two guards and charging. I've stopped now. <laughs> Thanks very much. <laughs> you know I know I am in the pickup. If you're talking about me, I won't be picked up. Well, <laughs> one can't have a proud, dramatic voice. <laughs> Such as me. Have you any more, um, any more, any more questions, any more topics? Um, it's getting hard to read. It's gone dark. Oh, it gets dark awful early this time of year. For us, it's like down the sun's like it's what, half three and the sun's going down? I don't think anybody can understand your broguish Ulster Scotch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's half four. Uh, yeah, and the sun's gone down. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, getting, it's getting late. It's winter after all. We're actually doing this in December and this isn't just like recording. Yeah, we didn't record it in like <laughs> August in the Caribbean. And it's like, let's get let's just get the Christmas one out of the way. God. Does that bother you every time you're watching a Christmas special knowing they've recorded it three months in advance? I know, and like, everyone's like, you're not really genuinely interested in Christmas right now, are you? You liars. Yeah. You didn't stay up to like, like... 11 o'clock on Christmas Eve to get this done. <laughs> yeah, because like all Christmas movies would have to be recorded like at, at the most the previous summer. So they're all lies. Yeah. All lies. They are, they are all lies. Mm. Uh, Pee Wee Christmas special. There's a good special just That's while we special. go back there. Yeah. Pee Wee Christmas uh, recommend to anyone and everyone. Mm. Uh, it has like every queer figure of the 90s in it as well. 
Oh, does it? I'm yeah, Cher. <laughs> Cher's one. <laughs> I'm not going to forget the Katie Lang. Is uh, Katie Lang Cher? You, do, you don't know. No, you're you're lost. No. You're lost. I don't, you? I don't know my queer icons from the early... <laughs> from the early to mid 90s well trust me it's full of them okay <laughs> <laughs> but Katie Lang really Katie Lang no no female singer songwriter I know the name but I just don't have a face lovely person. Katie Lang there you go uh, well uh, you've not seen the Pee Wee Christmas special uh, how have you avoided it with me around uh, I've never really been it's that brilliant in, I've never really been that into Pee Wee I like it. It's like me and Batman. I love it as an idea. I don't <laughs> want to sit down and watch it. Come on in, get out of bed and quit your yapping. I used to watch it. Oh, it's a crazy yeah. mixed up way. I don't know why I don't like it, just because it used to be on Nickelodeon in the 90s, and it was like, whenever I'd sneak off home from school, it was on before the cartoons were on. I was like, fuck's sake, Pee Wee, hurry up. I want to watch, I want to watch Rod Rats. <laughs> I want to watch the Max. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch the Max and cut myself. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. Um, <coughs> oh man, the Max is brilliant. Although nothing Christmassy about nothing Christmassy about the Max. So uh, let's keep. Uh, what about the raccoons? The raccoons Christmas special. We saw it. It was shit. It was so bad. It was shit. But you know, like uh, you know, the Christmas pilot, like kicking off a show, <laughs> like with the Simpsons, of course, oh, like yes, Simpsons yeah. roasting on an open fire. I believe it's the episode where they get Santa's little helper. So was it? Uh-huh. Yeah. So like, it's the first proper episode of the Simpsons after the Tracy Ullman show, and yeah. like it's. Uh, I made it by the same studio who brought us to Oh, there you go. Klaski Supo, of course. Yeah. Actually, maybe not by that point. Then I, well, then uh, we'll have to fact check. But um, nonetheless, yeah, so it was, uh, you know, obviously, oftentimes, you know, the Christmas special is the pilot for the new show. Yeah. And um, yeah, the raccoons was did, terrible, did, but I guess the potential was there. Yeah, they're very cute characters. And uh, yeah, it's it's so preachy. I know the raccoons is always preachy. Yeah. It is. It's what I said when I said to Frenzy at the time. This is what happens when you take Christ out of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> this guy you get religious at the end of the year just uh, at the end and then it's like back to being normal it afterwards like it, you see if you're Catholic it doesn't matter if you've like gone like full atheist or agnostic or whatever it is at the end of the year you it still, comes back you still just want to go maybe I should just go in for a wee just a wee session of a uh, wee bit of mass yeah, wee bit some of light mass, mass. yeah a little, maybe a little confession you know <laughs> oh, you know the worst part about confession is now that I know more sins I would be stuck there for hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but have you you haven't gone in recently, have you? Gone said no, I've no. had like um, you know <coughs> I've, I've drawn a drew a drew an orc with a with a really big dick, yeah. and then I sold it on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not repenting about it, which is another sin. Yeah, that's a problem. Um, yeah, I, I mean, a part of me kind of really like you know it's funny because like you know people go on about the catholic churches how evil it is but of course for me you know nice priests i went to a christian brother school i didn't go to the state school like frenzy uh so for i've grown up in the catholic tradition all my life and i do like maybe now as i'm getting a bit older i kind of appreciate the um the uh the pageantry of it yeah because there's like like I mean that's one thing in some ways that our cynical secular world lacks because the internet is, is pageantry you know everything's so sincere even our Batman movies are really fucking serious even our Superman movies are really serious our comic book films not so much but still like um but yeah so the world really lacks that sense of uh ecclesiastical no that's English church uh, <laughs> <laughs> um that, that, that sense of real like you know um Real tradition, real, like, spectacle, you know, and I, I, it's like, 
sometimes the Catholic Church can tempt you with that, with that nostalgia. <laughs> yeah, it opens up its coat and just says, hey, you want a bit of this tradition? <laughs> you, want this, you want some of this tradition, son? <laughs> just, just give me a little hit of the time smell. Oh, oh, no, 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 that's the last time, I swear. Yeah, t- ten quid for each wave of the sensor. <laughs> <laughs> so, the raccoon's Christmas special is Bert a kid or is he an alcoholic dropout who else wears who else would wear a long hockey top hockey fan yeah well <laughs> you know what they say about hockey fans yeah, they're that. alcoholic dropouts living with their success, more successful brothers well like Kevin Smith yeah <laughs> so yeah um, but it's like Bert is like it's he seems to be the same age if not actually older because he, he is bigger than his brother older, yeah. but is Bert I don't know. Well, they've got to be taking care of him for some familial reason. Mm. Yeah. So you, you're you're assuming that uh, that Bert is a uh, man child. Certainly, he's got social issues, and his uh, his more sensible friends will say, for lack of knowing what they are, have to look after him and keep him in check. Run with us. See the passion in your eyes. Run with us. I don't remember the I rest. don't know the words Oh, run with us. Let's just go back to run with us. That's the reliable line. It's a reliable line. It's the one you can always get. What the hell is the main verse? Oh, it's gone. No. No, no, it's gone. Um, yeah, so... Uh, but maybe... What if all the characters are dead? No. Like, Bert's just imagining them? <laughs> no. <And like laughs> Schaefer, Schaefer could feasibly be imagining them. Schaefer's the dog, the Dulux dog. Oh, yeah. Schaefer could feasibly be imagining them, but, that, but they can fuck off well, without there, there, there's, like There's a lot of evidence in the show, that, like at least in the Christmas special, that the whole thing's a dream, because it, it, it's all frame of the children talking about the deforestation and then going to sleep. and yeah. So there, there is something in that, but you know, who fucking cares? Baseless speculation is now bread and butter of the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs facts when you got a good story? Maybe Angelica is like traumatized. Oh god, not this again. Yeah. Not this again. Angelica's imagining babies. I, I love a good conspiracy, but why are they all the fucking same? They already there's already weird undertones in Rugrats. You don't need to forage for them. Yeah. They're right there. Lonely Space Fixins. Grandpa's favourite film, The Lonely Space Fixins. Oh, yes, the yeah. video he keeps for when everyone else is out of the house. This one's for just me, yeah. Um, they're yeah. drinking what was a pineapple juice at the football game oh I can remember the, and the Super Bowl comes on they're all drinking like apple juice because they can't drink beer apple or something yeah, yeah and they're all getting wasted on yeah. apple juice but isn't that kind of I think that's sort of a little dumb of like children's uh, like regulations towards children's programming because your parents were drunk all the time <laughs> You know I'm sensitive about that. <laughs> but it's hilarious. <laughs> they were, and it was the best thing ever, because like on Tuesday nights we'd have the house to ourselves, and that we'd sit up and watch Red Dwarf. It was great. Red Dwarf and Frasier. That sounds pretty good. Ah, oh, silly Billy. I had a friend that came over, and like I had a friend that used to come over, we watched Red Dwarf, and then played Mortal Kombat on our Game Gears. Mortal Kombat! Were they oh, only two... Connor Bunting, yeah, it was. I was not going to say his full name. But well, 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 we'll either edit it or, you know, the one. There's There'll be many Connor Buntings. Yeah. Probably. A weird small world. I, I worked with Connor Bunting. Yes, you ended up working with him, but yeah, we played Game Gear. We played Mortal Kombat on our game. We're the only people that ever linked two Game Gears <laughs> together to play a, co- like a competitive game. It's interesting when you meet when like in that situation, actually, whenever I met Connor and I told him, oh, you, like I said, he was from Hillsborough. Like, oh, you don't happen to know uh, Frenzy. And I've never seen somebody's eyes light up so much. It was like, oh, that's quite sweet. You two must have been very close. 
because like you know you, you genuinely like flashed of oh my god you know like, yeah we were we were we were very close he's a cool guy yeah um so yeah i think that's about it for christmas specials that i can think of um like there's plenty of christmas specials i'm sure there's a rugrats christmas special there's yeah oh there's got to be but oddly enough it doesn't come to mind yeah. when i think about it Rocco's Modern Life Christmas special. Again, probably, but it's not coming to mind. Remember the Ren and Stimpy Christmas special? That was the one about the fart, wasn't it? Was, it? Yeah, yeah. it was just painful to watch. <laughs> it is weird going back to watch Ren and Stimpy. Animation's great, but like very hit and miss. Often, often, yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like Christmas special. Like, oh, remember the He-Man Christmas special? I love the He-Man Christmas special. It's fucking what, terrible. You said borderline incestuous <laughs> yeah because Adam Adam, Adam is dressed up as Santa, Santa Claus and then comes on to his sister yeah he comes on to his sister dressed as Santa's like oh sit on my lap little girl it's like I know it's you Adam does that mean you have to stop it's an awful awful like I know Christmas specials traditionally are very corny but Jesus it is great because it's incoherent what's about that middle bit about the toy alien elves or whatever in the futuristic place it takes a a dig because it's a Funimation and Sun ah shit uh, if only uh, um, Strife was here you could tell us the history of this entirely but yeah because uh, Transformers was a competing toy brand there's evil Transformers in it and they're bad robots yeah and then they have these really awful transforming robots that make themselves they're like shrimp yeah and then the shrimp like transform into really shitty like little crappy looking car things and it's just it's just like oh what a crappy car yeah and it only, the only thing it does is makes you realise how much better Transformers are it's like don't mention your much better competitor because we're only going to think god yeah you guys are shit compared to Transformers yeah um but you know put a bag over Skeletor and it's it's all good <laughs> Yes, the uh, the Lost Sans Papyrus brother. <laughs> the Lost Sans Papyrus brother. Well, what would you call them? I don't know. Undertale the yeah, Undertale Skeleton Brothers. Yeah. Skelly Bros. Yeah, Skeletor font. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, talk yourself into talk yourself into yet another uh, dead end. Mm. I don't really have much here. We were, I think we've gone through, like, um, we were talking before about, like, um, childhood Christmas things. You never did, like, school plays or anything for Christmas? Uh? I did one. There's a video evidence of it, in fact. Ooh. Where I'm standing there in my pyjamas and holding a teddy bear singing a song about... Oh, what is it? It's Come All You Faithful or something. Yeah. Something more Christmassy than that. One of the Christmas... You know, I grew up in a Catholic school, like... And I can't remember any of the Christmas psalms or, or songs. Uh, I'm trying to think about like... What uh, is the difference between a psalm and a song? Uh, well, a psalm is in the Bible and was written. And then you the music is created to fit the words. Mm. Whereas obviously like just a general hymn has been an ecclesiastical um, piece of music that has been written and scored specifically for each other. Whereas a psalm is like a pre-existing text that has had music set to it. Okay. So, uh, so a psalm's in the Bible. Yeah, so a psalm is like, almost like a... Like it's like a vocal passage set to music. It is supposed to be set to music. No, that's not necessarily, okay, but it's yeah. sometimes performed to music. And, and a hymn is any song that's religious, or is a hymn just... Yeah, a hymn is a religious song, yeah. Okay, so yeah, like we used to do loads of hymns. Like, I don't even know this stuff, I went to a fucking Catholic school. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, we had some Christmas hymn, I don't know, name one. In the Bleak Midwinter. Name in the bleak midwinter, long ago. 
It's a sad song. I don't know that one. No, uh, Little Donkey, which is not everyone hates Little Donkey, but... Uh, little Donkey, Little Donkey. No, no. <laughs> um, yeah, come on your feet. Oh, come on my face, fool. <laughs> come on um, my face, fool. There was an opportunity wasted for this month's animation. <laughs> Joyful and triumphant. Uh, yeah, I can't remember any of them anymore except for... Oh, well, less of that. We'll have none of that. <laughs> Silent Night. Oh, it's nice. It is nice. Uh, originally German. Uh, Silent Night. Yes. Nocti Silent. Nocti Silence. Um... I'm trying to think, oddly enough, uh, the Christmas songs that are like evading me as well. Like, I remember one about Away in a Manger. Away in a manger, no crib for a bed. The little Lord Jesus lay down his sweet head. Uh, yep. Yeah, do, actually, yeah, I had to sing that at school as well. And then I, I sang it uh, as a solo, dressed as an angel. And, like, my parents were just fucking crazy about it. They were just, like, the photo... <laughs> picture the starry-eyed, like... You know, yeah, the photograph. I had a little halo, like, attached oh. to the back of my angel suit, and the, the halo was made out of tinsel. <laughs> There's a photograph that exists of Frenzy of him... Um outside playing wearing nothing but Wellington boots in the nude in the bar of the Wellingtons and I've wanted to see that photo for years and it's like you won't show it to me <laughs> those childhood photos are burned yeah they're worth <laughs> you can forget about them <laughs> they never I'll existed Photoshop your, uh, your, uh, your uh, rat head on top of the child <laughs> what what is wrong with you <laughs> It's gonna be a new series, man. <laughs> Jeez. Um, no, I'll I'll have to see if I can find if I can get the photo books off Dad or something and see what we've got. Yeah, uh, you've been like you've been way overexposed to all my childhood nonsense. I know. I've seen none of yours. I know. I get to see the inside of your dark and twisted mind, <laughs> the interior of the, which yes, I can never you forget. You keep accusing us of. If you'd like to tell the audience. <laughs> Unstructured play. Yes. As children. Aimless play. Aimless play. As, like two-year-olds are known not to do. <laughs> two-year-olds are all about structured play. <laughs> it Before was just like 20 minutes of watching him stare at a wall. We're playing around with just oh, crap. This is ridiculous. This is a ridiculous accusation. <laughs> but notice how easily he gets worked up over it. Again, the Protestant work ethic, you know, all things in pursuit of production is not right. <laughs> Have you finally started reading Weber? <laughs> the blank... The blank look. You haven't, you haven't read that Max Weber book. I bought you it all. You bought me a book. No, I didn't buy you a book on Max Weber. I just thought it'd be funny. It's like, I got you this I got you this book on continental European theory for Christmas. Oh, great. I'll read it right away. You'd never in the bin it goes. Um, as much as I like academic books, when am I going to take out time to sit and read them? <laughs> yeah, I've got like, so I, hey, hey babe, I've got dicks to animate. <laughs> <laughs> Don't interrupt me with your continental philosophy. I'm going to draw a big horse dick moving in and out of the guy. <laughs> <laughs> this is how he talks when he's not on cam yeah. not on microphone. <laughs> he's got me. He's got big me. floppy dicks going in and out of all the... All big fat assholes. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Don't talk like that. Don't ever mention to me the concept of alienation <laughs> assisted by the socioeconomic pressure. I want to hear it. <laughs> Get her out of here. Get out of here. I gotta, I gotta draw more hairs in this belly button. <laughs> 
A hairy belly button. Yeah, a hairy belly button. Oh, I love to dream more hairy characters with animating hair. So <laughs> never. Yeah, each 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 frond of hair. I know. What I need is some sort of. Well, it's not, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, favorite Christmas song. Favorite Christmas song. Uh, Other than uh, my Christmas songs. Oh yes, Christmas but, yeah. by uh, Frenzy. Yeah, I have an EP. Everyone, an EP a huge that you EP. can listen to online. Can you? Yeah, yeah. I'll get the link. Uh, link in the description. Link in description in the video. Video audio. Link in description in the audio. box after. No, whatever. Uh, but go on. Anyway, yeah, um, you go on. You go on. I want to say, I want to say, but I don't want to say, um, Fairy Tale New York. Because it's like, it's close to being everything I hate. But because it's such a part of Christmas for me, I've kind of come to love it. What are you looking for? Just my cigarette. Oh. While you're like, Talking about the fairy tale New York. Um, it is, yeah, it's good. I mean, it is. It's great. It's great. It is. It's just. It just feels like kind of a repackage of everything that's kind of common Irish folk. Uh, <laughs> that's the pokes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't love Irish folk. I, I, I had to learn quite a lot of it in school, and uh, uh, I, I like singing them. They're they're nice to sing, which I can't deny. But uh, you never really want to sit down and just listen to it, do you? No. No jewels, no costly diamonds, no paint, no powder, no none at all. She wore a bonnet with ribbon on it. No? No, I have no idea. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. Sorry. No, it's a good song. <laughs> we live in the same country. I've never heard this before. <laughs> yeah, uh, Frenzy armors himself against all things uh, Irish. I think that's a touch unfair. I did study Irish literature. And you hated it? That you hated it? Well... You, you were so irate that you left the module so you could learn fucking fairy tales or some shit. Like no, that. I didn't. Like, you're getting, you are getting your, you're getting your stories mixed well, up, your my life, friend. <laughs> getting your stories mixed up. But yeah, we know. Um, uh, no, because I like, I mean... You know, like the classics. <laughs> Beckett, Joyce. They all know. left. Well, Joyce didn't, but, uh, uh, but Beckett, Beckett left to Fra for France. They, they all did, because in that period it was like ludicrously repressive. They couldn't stage a play without there being... They couldn't stage a play that was mildly critical of Ireland without there being a riot. You want to know why? Because fucking Protestants. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. It had nothing to do with it in the Republic. There was plenty of Protestants. Oh, well, yeah, I suppose, yeah, um, in that period. But nonetheless... Uh, yeah, they all they all fucked off, um, and you also have the guy that West ran at Swim Two Birds as well. But I haven't <laughs> West Britain. Um, but yeah, I've forgotten his name now. It's Swim Two Birds. Oh, uh, no, nah, it doesn't matter. We'll spend it just trying Seamus. to remember. No, well, it's not a Seamus. But yeah, there's plenty of great Irish authors out there. Yeah. Beckett Beckett's a top top tier, top, yeah, top I mean, tier choice. Went, I went to see uh, Endgame. Is performed by a really really talented um, duo. Well, yeah, well, it was a proper. Like there's more than two characters and there's a, there is in fact three, four, <gasps> at least four. There might be more. No way. There's a two in the bin. No, there's one in the bin. There's two in the bin. Isn't it? They talk to each other during the intermission. He's lost me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anymore. Let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah, Let's backpedal out of here. I read James Joyce's uh, Dubliners for the first time. Uh, while animating the la the uh, the recent animation I made. Yeah, you were like you had to re yeah you were doing your porno animation. You thought you know what would be great to uh, the Dubliners. <laughs> Can I work the Dubliners into this? Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's it's definitely totally correct with what I make. Definitely. 
Um, it's really good, though. I'd recommend it to anybody. You're about to join the canon of great Irish artists. <laughs> you're prepared. You're not reading to learn. You're just preparing yourself for the sainthood that comes <laughs> yes. as you produce the, your animation. The, the deification of uh, of. Well, canonization of uh, Irish literature and uh, talent. I will be one. We found it remarkably difficult to stay on topic about Christmas. What the saying is is that we hate Christmas. Well, the conclusion is is that we hate it. It's kind of hard. Like I mean, I want to like if we want to talk about Christmas, I want to talk about the experiences. But it's hard to put in the words a feeling you had. You know that childlike wonder. Or maybe just a noise. Uh, oh. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, it's Christmas. Oh, it's <laughs> That's the feeling. <laughs> Actually, you know one film I always have a soft spot for because I saw it at Christmas is uh, Sister Act. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I saw Sister Act 2 on my birthday, but it didn't make it any so more... Sense. Yeah, it didn't make me any more excited about birthdays <laughs> subsequent. But um, Sister Act, yeah. Well, do you think I was like a fucking bile-thumping... Catholic or something is like sister. It is getting worse and worse. The evidence is accumulating. To be quite honest with you, I I should do full disclosure. I'm agnostic. Yeah, Yeah. Um, but um, you've got um, God. uh, You've got God. Yeah, yeah. Um, Donnie Darko. I someone told me the other day they really liked that Donnie Darko. But it did come out over here at Christmas. It came out in Christmas '03. Yeah, it was Chris. I I think I um, acquired it using. Less than legal means. <gasps> oh, but yeah, Christmas 2003 is when we finally, like, it was really delayed and it's released into the UK, but we got it We got it Christmas 03, and I know a few people that saw it in the cinema then, and then were, like, really nostalgic about it and, you like, associate Donnie Darko with Christmas. Huh. I guess it's, I, I don't know, uh, yeah, I guess it's the right time period for it or something. It feels like, because well, I saw it in the summer, and because it's set at summer, very much has a summer feel for me, but that's just me. Um, but no, Sister Act has that kind of New York... Autumn, autumnal, yeah. Uh, word I can't say. Um, so it kind of feels a bit Christmassy, I suppose. But, uh, I suppose you could see it with Donnie Darko as well. I mean, Lord of the Rings. A lot of people feel it's Christmassy. Yeah, it's always there. seeing it at Christmas. So yeah, it was good. It was a good time. Like, you know, of course the studios have kept that up as well. There's always like some big film to see at Christmas time. You know, there's got to be one. The, the Hobbits were terrible. The Hobbit, yeah. yeah, the tyranny, the three-year <laughs> pain. Of the the Hobbit, and it's never if ended. If you like the Hobbit, you're a fucking scum. <laughs> <laughs> We've called out a lot of people here today. Yeah, a lot of people just just wanting to get a little bit of Christmas solace. Yeah, and we've I destroyed think I'm that. This point podcast, you're scum, you're scum. Um, hate crime. <laughs> well, like it doesn't take a genius to work out why it's bad. It's like trying to recapture Lord of the Rings by turning a tiny children's novel into a free film epic. Two hundred pages into. 240 minutes yeah yeah it's like a page a minute per page god more than that actually they're longer than two hours a piece come to think of it so oh it's just forever mm. it's a forever movie you yeah. just watch it forever there's only like I can only think about like three films I walked out of the cinema for but The Hobbit the first one The Unexpected Journey was very very close to walking out of the cinema yeah the only reason you didn't walk out is because you were with me and your your, your brother oh no it was your brother my brother yeah yeah it was it was me and me you your brother and yeah and like all I wanted was a little Christmas joy. I mean, that's what it happens when you get old enough. I think once you hit your twenties, you, like Christmas becomes trying to recapture another Christmas. Yeah. Um, and so it was like all I wanted was just a little bit of that, you know, a little bit of that uh, pubescent excitement for Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And all it did was show me lots of people walking, and they were the worst part of this because it feels like you're seeing the thing you remembered, but it's shit now. I think that was the most. That was the worst part. Is like actually everything you liked was shit, wasn't it? And I think that's why I wanted to walk out so much. Not only was it really boring, but it was like having. 
It was spoiling the memory. Yeah, it was like it was it was like re- showing my memory and showing me it being not as good. We never saw Lord of the Rings movie together, did we? We no, were actually, oddly enough, I haven't seen a single one outside of the cinema. Outside of the cinema, yeah, yeah, we were. I, I don't know, cause like, uh, no, no, seven. I was seventeen for the first one, eighteen, nineteen. So we weren't really together until like were, the movies were already had yeah. been gone. Return I, of the King. You were twenty one when we started going with. Yeah, yeah. So it was like well and beyond I was that. Fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. There are six months between six us. Months, yeah. I am. S- s- <laughs> no, wait a minute. You are 31, yeah. I'm six months older than you. Yeah, that's uh, what it is. I'm six months older. I yeah. had to work it out there. Oh, right, right. Well, which direction? Yeah. yeah, which direction? You seem so old, like an older, mature gentleman. <laughs> well, this whole six months make a world of difference. <laughs> let me tell you. Yeah, actually, that was one of the things that really attracted me. Is we were like, no one I knew. <laughs> yeah, I get that a lot. <laughs> but usually people throwing bricks at me in the street. <laughs> fucking weirdo! <laughs> but nonetheless... Princess Bride. Do you know my students? Uh, sometimes my uh, the students will mention like Princess Bride, and I'll be like, oh, really? It's <laughs> <laughs> really fucking clever not to like. Back no, the no. Well, I do. This is bo- it is boring. Like the boring. Princess Bride's not bad. It's not bad. It's just good. I never I never really zoned on it. But it it is good. Like uh, there's there's just really fun, comical. It's just it never gelled for me. I guess it was one of those films. I think if you see it when you're young, it sticks with you forever. But you see it when you're older, it's like harder to get into. You know. I don't know. I mean, you like Hawk the Slayer, and it's I love Hawk the Slayer. It's like a better Hawk the Slayer. It's not better than Hawk the Slayer, man. <laughs> Hawk- Brother, <laughs> brother. Hawk the Slayer does very much feel like Jack Palance. The closest thing to a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. It is. It's yeah. It's like a Dungeons and Dragons campaign written by a fourteen-year-old. Yeah. That's what's good about I it because everyone's like super so powered. Bad. Yeah, everyone's so such a badass. Move. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the elf like fires like fourteen like bow bullets a sec bow, bow bullets, bullets a second. <laughs> bow bullet fourteen crossbow oh, rounds a second. Bow, <coughs> bow bridges. <laughs> Jeff Bridges, other brother. Really? Yeah. Is he anything? Yeah, loads of things. He's Bow Bridges is the dad in the wizard. To bring it back to video games of Fred Savage. You know the wizard. You love the wizard. That's Bow Bridges. Oh, but he looks nothing like Jeff Bridges. A little bit. God, I'm just trying to overlay the two. And I just it's like, well, this week, Bertie finds out that Jeff Bridges and Bill Bridges are brothers. <laughs> Mind but yeah, Jeff is definitely the bigger one, you know, the bigger actor and things. But Bo's had a good, has had plenty of roles. Mm. But yeah, he's the dad. He is Christian Slater's dad. Yeah, uh, the wizard is, of course, a very Christmassy feeling. Felt hey, good. dad, I'm just, well, we're looking for a five year old brother. I'm playing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on this here Nintendo Entertainment System. Don't you fucking insult that film, that is not a piece of advertising. <laughs> it's a, piece, it's a oh, cultural art. landmark. It is the <laughs> fulcrum in which our gaming culture is based on. A new game? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's alright, I guess. <laughs> I don't like Back to the Future. Don't like the Goonies. Don't like the Wizard. I like films that are about, um, I don't know, some fucking dweeb who comes to the <laughs> thing. What? What the fuck are you talking about? Monster Squad's bike. No, it is not. And, like, not only do I not like Monster Squad, you mentioned it because you'd forgotten that you'd seen it. See, I, no, I thought that Werewolf 
Or Wolfman wears ards. Wolfman's got nards. Yeah, Wolfman's got nards. He's got balls, so you kick him in the balls. That's the whole joke. Wolfman's got nards, you kick him in the balls. So they kick him in the balls. Yeah, I thought it was an <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the movie called Wolf... Is there a movie called Wolfman's got nards? I really don't think there is. You know the reason why it confused me so much? There's a place in Nornevin called Mutant Nards. Or <laughs> Mutant Nards? I can't believe it's a... <laughs> so yeah, Frenzy's movie choice for like seminal children's movies from the eighties for all shit. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, this uh, I don't have a list on me. Uh, it's just. It, uh, uh, but I did. No, I liked. I saw the Wizard like whenever I was a kid. But it's like nineties, isn't it? Wizard is not. Or maybe it I is eighties. Maybe it is later. Later late eighties. But yeah, no, I like the Wizard a lot. I'm just I'm just slagging it to get a reaction out of you, uh, but it is good. Yeah, uh, back to the future one's good. Uh, other movies. <laughs> We've been so bad. We've been so bad at the Christmas topic. We've gotten loads of ground covered, but so little. It's only so ever been incidentally Christmas. Yeah. It's like Christmas, the inescapable, the inescapable, and yet when you try and pin it down, it like wriggles oh, into many other subjects. You know, you know what I've discovered is that you have no Christmas stories. Yeah, I thought I had loads. Yeah, but it turns out all you had was products. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what was a nice Christmas? The one where I got the thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess, like, I mean, there are memories of Christmas, like, you well, know... Tell me about you playing Final Fantasy VII. I mean, that must have been a nice experience. Oh, God, your yeah. Your family hanging around and curious about this new game that you got. What was that like? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. No, you see, my family weren't curious. <laughs> I just went and I just played it, and like, you know, no one said anything about it. And my sister made fun of me because she thought oh Final Fantasy Seven looked shit. <laughs> she thought it looked shit, so she made fun of me. Jeez, <laughs> just wanted to know a nice Christmas story. A nice Christmas story. Like, you know, my mum, my. My mum was so into Christmas that the day after Halloween, the Christmas tape was in the car and would not be dislodged until the 1st of January. And it was just one tape. 1st of January? That's far too big. That's hardcore. 31st of, you know, 1st of November to like 1st of January. Mm. Like 6th of January, actually. That was the Christmas. It was the Christmas tape in the car. Mm. One Christmas tape, one cassette that did us for like eight years it like did, you know was it never deteriorated it was stubbornly alive by the end <laughs> why, why, why are all your Christmas stories so so bleak they're not bleak <laughs> they're not bleak they're not they're not sad yeah the premise of going into this was that like I was saying I was worried that, like I have quite a lot of bleak Christmases because around about the late 90s you know, yeah personal issues started coming up and uh, you know a lot of Christmases weren't very nice but you were like you know, no, 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 no. Just, just talk about the good times. That you know, that you know, you'll find that you'll have some, some happy stories about Christmas. And you're right, I did. But you have fucking. <laughs> I have like happy Christmas. I have happy Christmases with you. Well, that's true. I like spending time with you. It's like they've been good. Yeah. Playing Doom together, like even like a couple of years ago, two years ago, we played Doom together. Two Christmases ago, or will be two Christmases ago in a couple of weeks. We played Doom together. We played Doom together on Christmas night. Yeah, when I got my new computer, and we played Doom together. 
online. I left you at like one in the morning to go oh, home, yeah. but then we played Best Doom until like four in the morning, yeah. and it was great. Yeah. yeah, that was beautiful. You know, we yeah. playing Doom. Like these are the memories, and like the, the the memories I have like with you are the ones I build. You know, and they're the ones I remember. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the Christmas and Christmas is when you've been like so valuable and like so precious. It's like and spending it with your family and stuff has been awesome. Yeah. So like you know, so, that's not well. That's uh, I think that's nice. You know. Yeah, I mean, I always remember the, like your board stuff, but uh, um, <laughs> Christmas, uh, I made this um, website with all the old videos of our growing up together. Uh, we were watching them, and Frenzy was there, and like you know, it was very much you know, you're part of the family now, and I always remember that just being like you know really sweet. It was like, well, you know, this is okay. The world has accepted us, and you know, it has been. Like, we'll be going out together now for maybe 11 years. And, um, you know, how close we are and how part of the family you are and stuff like that. Like, it's... It's rad. It's rad. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess that's going to close it for us. Yeah. Uh, Sorry that the... uh, (laughs) There wasn't happier stories at Christmas, but... You know, I feel like the last... We were looking for the, the problem was we were looking into our childhood where the best Christmases have been together in the last 10 years. Yeah, I think so. Totally. And I hope that your Christmas will be just as special as the last ten for me have been. Absolutely. And yeah, I hope everybody else out there has a really awesome Christmas as well. Yeah. Uh, let us know. Tell us. Tell us about Christmas. Yeah. Let us know about Christmas. You know, we want to hear all about it. I believe you the, the last thought of like, you know, this Christmas isn't about getting things or even giving things. It should be about connecting with the people around you that you love and... Really, that those are the people who are going to make this season special for you. So get in contact, get in touch with them, and reach out and make new friends and connect with old ones. Um, but if you can, do do get stuff as well. Like <laughs> yeah. do get stuff. Uh, yeah, <laughs> ask for ask for things. Uh, get things. Shake them down if you need to. You know, but get that too. Mm. Get that too, and enjoy yourselves. Mm. Well. Yes. Decadence. This is the way of uh, the way of it. So have a good time. And hopefully we'll have a new Christmas animation for you in the coming days. Excellent. We look forward to it. I look forward to it. Yes. What do you got for us? We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Bye. And we didn't even talk about Final Fantasy VII remake. <laughs> no. Thank Christ. <laughs>